Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Dorn Dickerson, Jeff Hathorne, Doug Whaley, Nicholas Harry Callis behind the glass. Doug, the Senior Bowl is... Uh, the game's going to be played on Saturday, but the week is really where you know the nuts and bolts go, go down uh, in Mobile, Alabama. We just talked to Ray earlier. He's down there. A lot of coverage of the Senior Bowl. Um, we want to just pick your brain. You know, what are you looking for whenever you're a scout at the Senior Bowl and you know you have the top players? Um, I don't know if they made the rule this year. I know I, th- I think I heard that they're going to make the rule that a pl- like if you're a junior coming out, you can play in the Senior Bowl. Yes, but obviously. I don't know if that's this year or not. I do believe it might be this year. I think year. it's this year. Yeah, it is yeah, this year? Yeah. Okay, so if you're a junior and you leave early, you can play in the Senior Bowl. Previous to this year, you had to be an actual senior to play in the Senior Bowl. So what are you looking for? Like, you know, let's talk to quarterback position. We just talked to Michael Penix earlier. Um, you know, it's only a one-week sample size mm-hmm. of them going against the best talent. Uh, quarterbacks in practice, they're still not going to get hit. They'll get hit in the game. But scouts and coaches, they leave before the game uh, th- does get played. So what are you looking for? And are, are other discussions being had at the Senior Bowl, say, with enhancing your coaching staff and trying to maybe pluck some guys from other places? No doubt. Well, first of all, when you're at the Senior Bowl, what you're looking for are guys that you may have not seen throughout the fall and scouting and seeing them live. And at the quarterback's position, obviously it's really truncated because it's a short sample size, like you said, and they're going against receivers that they don't have really any continuity with. So you don't really try to overjudge them on that. But what you're looking at is how do they communicate with those receivers? How do they take coaching? Are they rep guys where this uh, uh, in a quarterback drill, do they have to be told over and over again how to do things? And how can they take information, process it, and execute at a high level? And then on the sidelines, What's he doing on the sidelines? Is he going up talking to his receivers? Is he talking to the offensive coordinator? Is he talking to his quarterback coach? Is he taking some extra reps on his own? Stuff like that. All the stuff that you can't get off film of going when you go to this college. How is he interacting, especially in a new environment, and more importantly, getting coached by NFL coaching? Now, when, now that's during the day. And at night, that's when you're talking to agents and you're talking to a lot of coaches that aren't employed now they go to the senior bowl that's their major workshop where they can try to get a job and they sit there and they can because all i'd say 30 out of the 32 coaches 
head coaches there or coordinators are there. So you can be very efficient with your time and really get in front face-to-face with a lot of teams that are looking for uh, adding to their staff. There are also coaches there that are employed Mm -hmm. but might be looking for a step up. Maybe someone who's a quarterback coach. How how does that work? I mean, guys are employed, but I guess if you're, let's say you're a quarterback coach, but the Steelers say, but you'd also be our pass game coordinator. Mm -hmm. Is that – is that allowed because that's that's a promotion, that's an upgrade? Like, how do those nuances work with guys that you might be interested with that may already have a job somewhere? Well, the way it would start would be normally that their agents would put feelers out to either the agent of the head coach, agent of the GM, or if they run in the circles of the owner, hey, my guy would be interested. Are you guys looking? And if they say, yeah, we might be looking, then that agent tells the, the, the his client, Hey, you may want to bump into that guy. And then they work out, hey, if we call and request permission to talk to you, are we going to get denied or are they flexible enough to say, hey, we'll let you go? So that's really how it goes. And then they at the at the senior bowl will probably talk just philosophy, general ideas and stuff like that before they set up a, a true interview. But that that's how it goes. How, how many behind the scenes interviews happen beyond the interviews that we know happen. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because people might think the Steelers only talk to three people. Of of the three you interview, like how many more conversations are there typically? You're probably having 10 to 15 other conversations, and they're they're not in-depth interviews, but they're just like, hey, where are you in your career? What are you looking at? Would you be interested? Have you looked at our roster? What do you think of it? And just getting a general idea, and you're like, okay, that guy, let's let's move him on to a real interview, or nah, that guy's just not what we're looking for, or he's not interested in us. And it's the same thing at the Combine. So when you talk about free agents that they've signed or they bring in, they may bring in 10 to 15, but they've talked to 30. Mm-hmm. I remember at the Combine, I would have meetings from breakfast, 8 a.m., all the way to 3, and then walk over and see them playing, but it was all – agent meetings with potential free agents and saying, what's your range, blah, 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 blah. And then once we got back, we'd be like, all right, let's cross those guys off the list because they're out of our price range. Let's add these guys because they're interested and in our price range. And then that's how you start looking at who you're going to go after. It's funny. Hold on. Real quick, fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. It's funny that, you know, when I was at the Senior Bowl throughout the week, the first four days, maybe three days, I talked to Mike Tallman every day after practice. And all kinds of coaches were like, oh, you're interested in, in Dickerson here? He's like, no, nah, he's just my lunch buddy from Pittsburgh. And in my mind, I mean, I'm, what, 21 years old. I'm like, I am getting drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's no doubt about it. Mike Tallman, after every practice, is talking to me. We go inside. We sit down. We chit-chat. We, you know, we get lunch together. I'm getting drafted by the Steelers. So it's definitely a chess game that they're mm-hmm. playing uh, with other people watching. And then another story, I, I was sleep- it was about 1 a.m. Uh, it was like a Wednesday, and obviously at practice the next day, I get a call in my room, and it's the New England Patriots, and they said, can you come downstairs? I go downstairs in the middle of the night, and they just berate me. They're like, you're too small to play tight end. We don't even know why we're talking to you right now. We're just getting all kinds of, you know, our top, our coaches and stuff, they want to know what you're about. We don't think you're that good and all that. And then picking my brain and seeing how I reacted. Mm-hmm. And What are you, in the Army? It basically, it was. I mean, some of the questions that you're asked in at least oh. 10, 15 years ago were pretty crazy. My coaching staff of the Senior Bowl was the Detroit Lions. So me thinking I'm going to the Steelers, I end up playing for the Patriots. And I end up playing for the Lions. Yeah. So it's 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 a game that uh, is being played at the Senior Bowl with coaches and staff. Yeah, and a lot of times you want to see 
guys not only on the field but off the field in stressful situations to see how they respond. Mm-hmm. So you'll throw some crazy questions out there or put them in situations to see, all right, what's this guy going to do? Because pressure busts pipes on some people. And there's going to be a lot of times that pressure, we need you to be able to perform and not get in your own head or spaz out or anything. So, yeah, and now there's been a lot of stories of guys taking it too far, but – <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we can't even say I, I, on air. I have a, I have but, a couple of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But another thing I forgot to tell you, another important part of the Senior Bowl are guys from FCS, NAIA, any of those smaller schools. Now you get to see them up against the best of the best so you can truly judge their talent level. Because sometimes, not saying anything derogatory about FCS, NAIA, two or three, you're just like, okay, they won't be playing against – 99% of these guys in the NFL. Let's see them against NFL-type caliber other players and see how they stack up there. So that's very important for those smaller school guys. So how do you judge that? Let's say it's a dude's coming from Alabama. Let's say it's, it's Najee, and he's the running back, and he's going through the drills, but he knows. Like, I don't, I don't need to impress down here. I'm just here to, to meet some people. Then there's a dude from NAIA who is like Ryan Clark in the Pro Bowl. Man, he's hitting everybody. He's oh, yeah. playing full speed because he's got to make a name. How do you judge that in practice? Like, okay, is this guy lazy or is this guy going through the motions or is this guy going all out? Maybe not as good as he looks in practice because of the scenario. Yeah, you it, that's that total resume. You you look at him from, all right, what did he do in the fall? And then this all-star game, you know most of the guys, especially the higher-ranked guys, they're going to come out the first day or two of practice, and then after that they're shutting it down. All of a sudden they got the phantom – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my sciatica, all this stuff. And nowadays, those guys, a lot of them will say, I'm coming to get height, weight, arm length, and do interviews, and then I'm out. All right, guys are like, I'm not going to practice, but I'll come and do interviews. And and for us, those top guys, the interview is probably the most important thing anyway. It is interesting. I mean, Tebow was a guy that did that. He did that whenever in the All-American game in high school. He didn't want to have to talk to anybody, so he acted like he was sick. And this is in 2006. He acted like he was sick, so the whole first day he was up in his room. Nobody saw him, and he had a lot of hype coming out of high school. Senior Bowl, you fast-forward four years later, he was sick again because he did not want to have to talk to anybody, and then he was in his room. He didn't have to throw. He didn't have to throw either. He lied? Uh, Yes. It's very ironic that I see him in high school, and then four years later, almost exactly to the day, I see him again in the All-Star game, and he's sick both times. Give me a break. Give me a break, Tebow. Now you're going conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, there you I'm, are. I'm now you saying. are. <laughs> I'm just right. saying. What, when do we want to talk free agent quarterbacks? You want to do that next? We're going to do that Let's next. Because you know what? Every time I turn around and I look at the TV and ESPN or NFL Network on these big TVs, somebody has a hot take about who's going to be the next quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And some of the names are names that we talked about. But could it be real? Could this be the situation that they head into uh, the season with in 2024? We'll talk about that next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fan Text Line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Dickerson, Whaley, Hathorne, callous behind the glass. And every time I turn around and look at ESPN, I mean, even right now, uh, you know, alluding to it, somebody has a hot take on who's going to be the next Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback. And Clearly, they don't have faith in Kenny Pickett. They obviously do know that Arthur Smith is the new offensive coordinator, and they think it would be a service to the Steelers to to sign a veteran quarterback. And some of the names are um, Russell Wilson. He's one of the names. Justin Fields, his name, been popping up throughout the whole morning. And then Tannehill is a name that I threw out there, and not just me, but I'm sure other people threw out there because of the connection with Arthur Smith. Is that a route that they should take still? We've talked about this for about a month now. Who should be and, the next guy? Should they still take this route now that Arthur Smith is OC? Right, and Tannehill is the only free agent. The other two you'd have to trade for. I would go Tannehill for two reasons. One, like you said, you don't have to trade for him. And two, he could be an extension of Arthur Smith to help Kenny. He could be that veteran voice to say, this is what he's expecting out of the offense. This is how you can learn how to play this position. And I was in a similar situation to you, as in people, first-round pick, people doubted me. I got under Arthur Smith, and my career took an upswing. So here's what I did. So I think that would be, out of all of them, the most sense to me. Justin Fields, you got to give up a lot, and then you got a year, and you got to decide to pay him. Russell Wilson, you, you want to trade for a guy that has been traded twice and he's supposed to be a franchise quarterback. Name me one franchise quarterback that someone's given up with on that wasn't old or hurt. Now he he's did, given up on twice. He did have a bounce back year, though. He had 26 TDs. Like, like He wasn't as bad as he was the year prior. Right. Sean now, Payton. Yes, I'm saying. Sean Payton. So if Sean Payton is – who do you want? Who, do you, has, who has a better resume as offensive coordinator or offensive mind, Sean Payton or Arthur Smith? Arthur, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. So, and Sean Payton's going to give up on a guy that he thinks he believes in. I mean, sometimes you don't overthink things. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're good points. I mean, Russell. So, <laughs> I got him. I, I got him. I'm wrapping my my mind around like the fan base. If you bring in Tannehill, and you've got Kenny Pickett, Ryan Tannehill, Arthur Smith, 
all underwhelming the Steeler fan base. As an organization, can you truly work in a bubble where you can say, we got to do what's right. We don't care about any of the outside noise. Like, can you truly not have that outside noise? Because people are going to be ticked. Wow. I mean, they're already ticked. We, we, we see it every time we mention Arthur Smith. Oh, this. Or you mentioned Kenny. Oh, you're a homer. Oh, he stinks. Yeah. You bring in Tannehill. <sighs> but these were the same people that said, oh, Matt Canada needed a mobile quarterback. Oh, let's keep Matt Canada for con- continuity with Kenny. Don't try so if you listen to the outside noise, you're going to be sitting with all the outside noise and making it outside noise from yourself. You have to believe in what you believe in and chart your course and believe in it. I personally think you're going to need a veteran anyway. You can't come in with Kenny and someone else, so why not get a veteran that has had some success and can, like I said, be an extension of that offensive coordinator. I, I, I would sell it this way, too. If, if Arthur Smith is like, okay, like I know I have to work with Kenny and we do need a backup quarterback and say like Mason's not in the picture, to sell Tannehill, it's like, look, Kenny has been hurt. I mean, you, I mean, these are honest conversations. Yeah. There's no beating around the bush whenever you're, you're, you're talking you know, with your team and with your business. It's like this, this is the deal. Kenny's been hurt, hasn't finished a whole year. If, if we bring in a guy that I'm very familiar with, not only can he go in there and run the offense that I want to run, he can help Kenny learn the offense that yeah. we're trying to run. And guess what? You just proved my point again. Draft that guy in 20. Can you have an honest conversation about Kenny Pickett and the Steelers or the fact that he was a first-round pick always going to supersede doubts that we need to make this work because he was a first-round pick? I mean, and then you want to throw in the Canada and not having the right equipment to work. Well, I, I, you can have honest conversations, but you can also say what the what it comes down to is production on the field. When it gets all, all said and done, you roll that ball out there and saying, Kenny, you are our number one. See what you can do. But guess what? We as an organization and the general manager's job, the head coach's job, and more importantly, the owner's job is to make sure you are stewarding that organization for continued competitive success. And if you're putting your, all your eggs in one basket on Kenny and not having a plan if it doesn't work out because of whatever, injuries, or he's just not that good, and I'm not saying he's not, but if that's the case, then all of a sudden you are derelict of duty by saying, oh, well, we should have put our hands and sat on him and put it all into Kenny. you got to have a backup plan, and you need it, especially in today's football. Every quarterback out there has one play away from being hurt and injured, and Kenny has proven it. So why not have a backup plan? Put it this way. Do the Steelers really want to go through the situation they went through this year? Do they really want to get into that and, and being like, okay, well, Kenny, our, our, our guy that we're riding with got hurt, our young quarterback. Now we have Mitch Trubisky who are paying a lot of money. That has to be the next guy that is the number two because we're paying him more money than we're paying our third guy. He doesn't work out. Now we're to our third guy a guy that has been here for so long, and we're hoping and praying, we're holding our breath that this guy can win us football games, and he does. It does It does transpire into wins. Do they really want to see themselves in that situation again next year possibly? I don't think so. I don't think you want to go through that and having that dynamic shake out the way it did this year, next year. I was going to say, you said it right. That's a hope. As a GM and as an owner and as a head of coach, you better have a plan. Yeah. Don't have a hope. I hope Kenny works out. Well, you better pl- have a plan of how he should work out, and if he doesn't, where are we going to next? That is why you get paid what you get paid, and you have those titles. So what's the big 
everybody's going to say it's to win the Super Bowl. I get it. Is your big goal this year, let's figure out about Kenny Pickett. Absolutely. So over, not, over winning? No, to me, right now, it would be figure the quarterback position out, not Kenny Pickett. And if it's Kenny, great, the quarterback position. Because in the end, until you fin- figure that out, you can win all you want, but you're not going to win when it matters most. And you've proven it for the last seven years. So, yeah, over winning. Because in the end, once you figure that out, you're going to win a lot, and you're going to win when it matters most, and that's in single elimination football. It's one of those you may have to take a step back to go forward. And that, that you know, what is a direct correlation to that scenario is to me is the Green Bay Packers. Like the Green Bay Packers lost in the playoffs in the second round. Uh, they should have probably, you know, they were rating right the game. Um, obviously, I think that they could live with losing because they know they have their quarterback. Yeah. I feel like they were like, oh, okay, like he made a bad throw in the last drive to, you know, to win us a football game. We were in the game the whole time, and he panned out this year and, and showed us things that we were hoping and what we thought he could be. I feel like the Green Bay Packers at a, in a, as an organization are sitting there right now pretty excited yeah, and pretty if, confident. If Kenny has a year like that or he has a year like Stroud and they, go, they lose in the first round of playoffs, everybody's going to be like, yeah, let's go. We're, we're good. That's good. We're good. So – you're in their front office. You're sitting in the GM chair. And Cam Hayward, and I'm not saying this happened, but let, let's say he walks upstairs and goes, you know what? I'm your damn Walter Payton man of the year. I busted my tail for this organization. Why are we not getting a quarterback? Why am I sacrificing a year of my career or TJ or Minka to try to figure out about a quarterback? Now, I, I agree. I, I think you could, that that's the biggest thing. That should have been the goal of 2023, but it wasn't. Can you do that? Is that the right move? Or if those guys come up and say that to you, do you have to alter your plan or what do you tell them back? No, we tell them back. Absolutely. That's what we have to do. You know, as well as I know, it's a quarterback driven league. And you have to understand, though, to figure this out, we may have to go through a year or two of some down times or some times when we're figuring things out. Do you want to be around for that, knowing it's your last year or two around? That's the conversation, Cam. If you if you want to find a quarterback, it's hopefully it's a snap and we, we find out next year. But if it's not, do you want to sacrifice your last two years of playing on a team that's trying to figure it out? So is this roster a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl, a, a legit Super Bowl contender? I'd say – because you always then, do that game of like, yeah. hey, if, if you put Stroud on the Steelers or if you put whatever yeah. quarterback on the Steelers, they'd be X. I, I'd like I, to answer that question ahead. in May after the draft and after free agency. Yeah. See what they do there. I'd say if it, I'd say they could have competed with a competent quarterback play or better. They could have been in, definitely in the divisional maybe for that championship round just because of the defense and how they played, minus the injuries. And I, I hate to say that well because everybody had injuries. Right. But that defense, what they paid, the, the positions you have and the production that you've had off of the, that, that defense with the offensive weapons, the running rushing attack that they had, they had competent quarterback play. Like if Mason Rudolph maybe would have played like that for the whole season, I think they would have been in a conversation. Wednesdays with Whaley brought to you by Alla Familia Restaurants Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge, a perfect way to cap off your evening at Alla Familia. Familia coming up next. Uh, what do we think it was the number one characteristics characteristic that was so enticing for the Steelers to make the decision on Arthur's? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing, Thorne Dickerson, Doug Whaley, Jeff Hathorne, Nicholas Harry Callis, behind a glass. Callis, how are you doing today? You good? I'm like good. Ch- I'd like to check in every once in a while see how you're doing. I'm the sorry, sun- say that again? I'd like to check in every once in a while to see how I you're know, doing. I the sun that. is beaming off your face. Uh, it's sunny out. I think it's cold because I've been reading the weather, but I really haven't been paying attention to no, it. No, it's in the mid-50s. That's is warm it? for it's the not, standards we've had. The mid-40s. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, next week it's supposed to be in the 50s. My bad. You're doing good, though? Mm-hmm. Glad to hear. Very glad to hear. What do you think was enticing for the Steelers in, in Arthur Smith, guys? Uh, you, do you think it was his scheme? Do you think it was him being a former head coach? I know that Mike Tomlin uh, had alluded to he wanted a former play caller. Um, what Do you think it's familiarity? Because he was around Wisenhunt. He was around LeBeau. He was around coach underneath Mike Malarkey, Mike Munchak, some guys that he was uh, that the Steelers organization is very familiar with. What do you think the number one thing was where outside of play calling experience that the Steelers were enticed by with Arthur Smith and hiring him? The foundation of his philosophy being rooted in running the ball and establishing the run. And then I think the second part of it was from what I'm hearing when he that clip you play his ability to say, I'm not just a scheme guy, I'm a player-centric guy. Let me, even though a foundation run, let's put our scheme around the foundation of the players and their skill set. And then lastly, I think it is that that, that ex-head coach. It's another sounding board that Coach T can have when it, things come up that he can say, hey, you ever end up running into this situation? What happened? What'd you do? What do you think? So I think all three of those were very positive. I think some of the, I mean, judging by some of the stuff we heard and Doug went back and listened to his introductory news conference when he went as head coach of Atlanta, just to get an idea of his mentality. And like some of the stuff he said there is probably the stuff he told the Steelers. Like we want to be great up front, fast and physical. You know, I want to, now he did say, I want to hold my best players accountable. There's going to be no entitlement with me. That's hitting home right there. If if you if you talk about the conversations that were had after the, after the season, especially with the media and some of the players, offensive players, he also said, "I watch what goes on in San Francisco and Green Bay and with the Rams, and I, I try to take it, try to take some of those things and incorporate it into what we do." So I can I can see in an interview setting where he would come off and you're like, "Damn, mm-hmm. you know," and he's been through a few of these before, like. And his, you know, let's face it, his father founded FedEx. Like he knows how to play. He probably knows how to play the interview game really well. <laughs> it doesn't uh, hurt. 
Doesn't hurt. But but you said, I mean, he's a football guy. He's a football like, guy. He could he could have gone on another path and had an easy life. Mm-hmm. But he decided to branch out and be his own man. I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I don't I really don't think that he relies on his background of his family at all. Like he is his own person. I mean, just watching him on a day to day basis and just investing in coaching and and that's kind of what brings me to, you know, there's coaches that are head coaches that obviously start somewhere. They are position coaches and they're coordinators and usually they're head coaches. And there's, you know, there's there's guys who figure that out and that's who they are, the CEO mm-hmm. type. But then there's coordinators who become head coaches that are just coordinators. Arthur Smith, I think at the end of the day, just my assessment, he is such an X's and O's guy that I think he's happy to be a coordinator again. Because that's a whole different ball game being a head coach. It's it's less football and more business. No doubt. And I think Arthur Smith is a, is a football guy with X's and O's, and he's probably happy to be back where his roots are. Dick LeBeau. Yep. Same thing. Dick LeBeau was a very average to below average head coach. Hall of Fame defensive coordinator. And that, to me, this is Whaley words of wisdom. Self-evaluation is the key to life. Know yourself better than anybody else knows and know what you need to do and where you need to be to be the most successful you. So guy like that may understand. I'm not a guy that wants to sit there and deal with the media, manage coaches, manage players, manage an owner, have to have a develop a relationship with the GM and not have my hand in with the players and a um, football metaphor, put my fingers in the dirt and draw up plays and stuff like that. Maybe he's like, I need that instead of being the CEO head coach. Would that be a question that you asked him? Like, do you see yourself being a head coach again? Like, do you see yourself using this, not as a stepping stone, but kind of just being like, okay, like, do you see yourself leaving if you get another opportunity next year? I would probably say, what were the lessons you learned of being a head coach that will make you you as offensive coordinator better? And what can you bring as an ex-head coach to help us, our staff, and me as a head coach? Coming up next, we will wrap up the show. Final segment brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Doran Dickerson, Jeff Hathorne, Doug Whaley, Nicholas Harry Callis with you for about five more minutes here on the Fan Morning Show. Then Cook and Joe will take over. Where are they? Are they at, I think they at Bowser? Here. Are they at the Hall of Fame? They've been everywhere. I think they're here. I think I saw Ron uh, – Trotting around the hallways. Did you have or... any of that food yesterday? No, that I didn't. Was outstanding. I did not. I did not. I missed oh. it. I missed it. Always miss it. I, 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 I was this. Salem's. Oh. Salem's. Yeah, oh. it's so good. It's so good. The fifty-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram Route nineteen and Peters Township, celebrating fifty years in the South Hills. Doug, you said you had something cooked up for us. Uh, a scenario on how the Steelers can get their next quarterback on the roster. All right. It's a question to you guys, and you can make. Nicholas Harry Callis, if you like it, you can put it on the Twitter poll. Let, first question is, what? How many playoff games have he has he won as a Steeler? None. None. If the Bears, the Bears call and say, we will trade you the first-round pick for your first round this year, T.J. Watt, and a second round next year, do you do it? No Justin Fields? No Justin Fields, but you get the first pick in the draft. Hmm. hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Hathorn? Oh, no. Man. So the first pick in the draft, the second round pick. So your choice so, of quarterbacks. Your choice basically. of quarterbacks this year, 
First round, you give up your first round pick this year, TJ Watt, and a second round next year. Nicholas? I don't know. I'm a, I, I don't know. I wouldn't. Why? I like TJ Watt, and I feel and, like. And you, and you want what? Another five years that he has I left? Mean, it's a Watt zero and play? a first and a second. For a quarterback. And we just said a quarterback is the whole reason you win For Super potentially Bowls. Potentially Ryan Leaf. Potentially yeah, Ryan Leaf. If, yeah. I, if I was but absolutely you have, in love with Caleb Williams, like if I or was Drake like May, he, whoever you or Drake May, if I thought that they were the next coming of Montana, uh, the next coming of uh, for sure absolute star in the NFL, and I was enamored by them, maybe I would think about it. But outside of that, no. If you so, ask me that question with Burrow, I might say yes. See, Doran makes a, makes a good point because you you don't know. We don't have certainty well, with that pick. You're but just you do important. have certainty that you haven't won a playoff game with T.J. Watt. Yeah, but he's still influential enough. Now so that, for what? On the defense. But, I mean, for what are you getting for that influence? I'm asking you. We, You could get another quarterback somewhere somewhere else. You can stumble That's into another a hope. quarterback. <laughs> stumble. You're, okay, there you yeah. go. <laughs> just, just, I, I'm just – my point I, being here is defenders, running backs, receivers, everything – it doesn't matter. It's the quarterback. And if you want to win a Super Bowl, you better get a quarterback. And it's proven right now. You have the best defensive player in the league, and you haven't won a playoff game with him. Until you get a quarterback, everybody else doesn't but matter. But you can't win a game without TJ either. You're giving up a lot of future 11 picks. without him. The future picks as well. That's only way I would do it is if it was like for straight up for uh, Justin Herbert. Like, I would do that. Like somebody that I know that I could, that that shows the intangibles in the NFL, but is just a a, a step away, and maybe the right quarter coordinator away and stability away. Like yeah. that's I would probably think about doing that. But a draft pick, a guy that's so unknown, I don't know if I could do that. Okay, just a question. The only some, the only and, and the I know the beauty of, is that is that you get him on a rookie contract, yes. so you can afford other things. And, that is and, true. And, and here's, here's my fault. And you lose Watt's salary. That is you, true. And here's my thought process. You have the same people that found Watt, and you found Highsmith. You can find another Watt or somebody as comparable mm. to bring it up because you got what you make up for what you miss in Watt is the quarterback. And we all just said without a quarterback, you're not doing anything. Again, refresh my memory. How many playoff games have you won with DJ Watt? Zero. Thank you. Guys, it's been fun. It's the NFL exec that's stirring yeah, the pot. It's not some media guy sitting over here. <laughs> he's stirring the pot. Doug, appreciate you. Doug's a little we'll, extra spicy. Yeah, there. he's a little spicy. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Jeff, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Cows, great job. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Today, high 45, low of 32 with overcast. Tomorrow, High of 47, low of 34, overcast as well. Cooking Joe up next. We'll see you tomorrow. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.